Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 174. But before we get into that episode, I got to plug that on Tuesday, November 8th, I'll be at the Comedy Store in La Jolla, which is San Diego. So if you're in San Diego, come on out. You can go on the website, figure out what time that's at. On Wednesday, November 9th, I'll be headlining the Wind River Casino in Redding, California. I don't know where you can find tickets, but I'm sure you can figure it out. Oh, Shout it's free? out to Jake. All right, sweet. This is the greatest read ever. I also fucked up the perfect one earlier. Anyway. Yeah, that's why we're fucking with you right now. <laughs> this is the second time we've got to do this. <laughs> on uh, <laughs> The big one, though, on Thursday, November 10th, I'll be headlining La Cave or La Cave in Orange County, California. Come on out to that. You can find tickets at lacavecomedy.com, or you can just Google me, uh, and it should pop right up within the first three searches. With that out of the way... Enjoy this episode with John Carden and Mike Eaton. How the fuck are y'all doing? We're good, dog. Now that you've plugged your dates, the playing at the illustrious Wind River Casino in <laughs> Redding, California. It's one of the first road gigs I ever did. It was uh, yeah for Jake. It was probably five six years ago, and uh, Ty Rivera was headlining, and he hit me up last minute. It was like, can you feature? And I was like, yeah, I think it's a Wednesday gig. Yeah. Um, and so we drove up on Wednesday. It was my first experience really with the road. We drove up on Wednesday and we stopped at a fucking Walmart uh, on the way. And there was a little Mexican dude like right around San Jose, somewhere around there, fucking Stockton. I don't know. One of the shitty towns on your way to Reading. So does his race matter for this story or are you just throwing it out yes. there? Ty? Ty's Mexican. Oh, I thought you were saying there was some random Mexican dude. So but was- no, no, it just does, does matter. He was just a short little Mexican dude, and he was just like kind of pudgy, you know what I mean? But he had never seen a tie before. I don't know if you know what Ty Rivera looks like, but he's got like face tattoos, and he's sleeved up, and he's got piercings everywhere. He, I mean, he looks intimidating, but this dude would not quit like peeking around the corner at him. And Ty finally gets tired of it, and he looks over at him, and he goes, I'll fuck your chubby little ass, fat boy. <laughs> and the dude just runs away. Like he fucking takes off running. And I was just in the Walmart? That was in Walmart. I was on my way to my first gig. First time ever working with Ty. And then um, we drove back the, that night because Ty doesn't cuddle with a one-night stand. Okay? It's, a, it's a, one of his rules. And so we left uh, Wednesday night, and we, I drove back through the night Thursday. And I remember going through Blythe in California, and I'm like <laughs> nodding. Fucking nodding. And then we uh, finally get there, and I have a show that night. I have a show back in Phoenix that night. Uh, you drove from Phoenix? Yeah. What is that, like 15 hours? It was 15, a 30-hour round trip, back and forth. And you we, didn't spend the night? Fuck no. That's awesome. Yeah. Ty doesn't spend the night. Ty is not about that life. So we got back, and I did the show. And I was literally, literally delirious. Yeah. And so I bombed harder than I think I had bombed in, in years at that point. And uh, it was all because I was just transfixed on the fact that me and Ty stopped at a rest station. <laughs> And or stopped at a rest area and he looked for glory holes. He went he went through he went through every single stall. And he goes, Let me see. And I'm like, that that stumped me. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like Well, were there any? No. No. Why not? There were none. Wait, that's not a real thing? No, it is. No, it is. Oh. That's why he looked. But I would have never thought to look. Like he wanted to use one? Yeah. If it's operational. I would, assume so. Would you guys ever use a glory hole? No. It's a gay, no, it's a gay thing. Gay, gay men are like way more cavalier with where they put their dick than straight dudes are. Straight they dudes... Don't care what's sucking it. Uh, gay dudes don't care what's sucking it. But also, two things. So one, 
when I saw Ty in Vegas at Skankfest, uh, he, because I've heard that story before, he goes, I'll fuck your chubby little ass to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but so when I was in Vegas last time before Skankfest, I was hanging out with my old coworker from L.A., who's this guy that's been out and gay for like 30 years, which you don't meet a lot of people that have been gay and out that long. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's it, they're just rare because most people that are, are like older gays came out way later in life. And this guy came out early because he's from L.A. Yeah. And he was showing me this app, Sniffies. And we're sitting at a Vegas casino bar playing video poker and drinking. And he's like, check this out. And it's the McDonald's in like the Cosmo or something. But it's it's listed on there as a glory hole. It says in the handicap stall, slide the toilet paper roll down and just let me know you're there. And then you go, and then you go get serviced. What? But they have those, like, all over the place where, like, the now instead of having to just sit there and be patient and be like, God, I hope a dick pops through at this glory hole, they can just set up a bunch of them and then be like, all right, who needs some glory hole? And What do you mean, I, I hope a dick pops through? There's people that want to just suck dick? Yeah. What? Yeah. Why? They do you like tip? It. Do you tip them at the end? I don't know. I've or, never used are one. They're just doing it for the love of the game. I assume that they do. Yeah, just the tip. Just the tip. I just I just can't wrap my head around it. I've also never seen like a porno video. Like what if like can't someone like if you were just like taking a shit and somebody didn't know better and they just put their dick through, can you just like drop an elbow on it? The the dividers are hard, right? Like you can just break somebody's dick right off. I don't think that's a thought from a glory holer. You know what I mean? From a veteran glory holer. You know how many times he stuck his dick in that hole and gotten some good things on the other side? I'd imagine it's never been broken. Well, what would you do if you were fucking sitting there trying to take a shit and just a dick popped through? I'd be like, hey, wrong stall. You, you know would, what I mean? I'd really be like, hey, it's not open. What if it touched you in the face? And you just I didn't notice. I mean, first off, I like the handicap stall. You're going to have to have a big dick to reach me. Okay? <laughs> I like having grips when I, when I rip shits. I, I, I don't like the small stalls. I feel claustrophobic. I want, some, I, want, I want leg room. I want the emergency exit row of shitters. <laughs> All right. So I'm not getting hit with a dick. And you know what? Honestly, I probably planned it this way. I don't know <laughs> if I did on purpose, but I'd like to think maybe subliminally. I also feel like, are you just shitting with your eyes closed? Like, I pray something good happens. Like, dude, how are you not going to notice a hole in the stall? Well, so here's the thing. I was, and a dick coming through it. I was picturing. Also, generally, from what I've seen of the glory hole porns that I have watched, it doesn't there, come through hard. No the way. The lady has to make it hard. Why is there a lady? Why well, I thought it, that's the ones I watched, Galen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch gay porn. Was it, was it from like above, like the angle of the camera? What are you talking no, about? It's a clearly made up scenario, just like fake taxi and all of that. There's a camera, and then there's a lady, and she goes in a room, and then a dick comes out of a hole, and she's like, "What do I do with this?" Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, yeah. Some of the interesting ones is <laughs> they've got some over in Amsterdam where, like, you pay to get in. It's almost pretty much a brothel. And they've got women that are stirruped up. You know what I mean? And they're in there, and you fuck them through the glory hole. But it's a different kind of glory. You know what I mean? It's like it's pussy glory. It's not just mouth glory. So, And then you've, they've got other ones where it's, like, up above you, and you just fingered a girl. <laughs> and then they've got ones where it's literally a glory hole where they just suck your dick while they're back there. And I think that's in Amsterdam. Maybe. Could be wrong. Could be Germany. 
Germany, Germany gets weird on the sex shit too. But yeah. How old were you when you lost your virginity? How old was I? Yeah. I was 17 when I officially, like I had fooled around a bunch. Um, but the first time I fucked was a mother of five. What? Yeah, it was my, my mom's friend, Vicky. Nah, bro, really? Yeah, Victoria. <laughs> and uh, she was from she was from uh, the UK, but she had lived here since she was 16. And yeah, she had five kids. One of them was my age. And um, I know some dark shit about that family. You know what I mean? Like, I was locked up with that kid. And uh, I usually don't tell, I never tell this story because it's, it's way too fucking dark for anybody to ever hear. But it's, uh, I like he it. did some, huh? I, I'm a good one to like it. He did some really heinous shit, and he got sent away. And then me and my mom, uh, we actually left my third stepdad, and we moved in with Vicky for a little bit. And when I was living with Vicky, Vicky was like my mom, man. She was on the pills all the time and always drinking, always getting fucked up. So me and her kids are sitting in the living room just watching cartoons, typical Thursday night. I got, you know, first period in the morning. I got school. And she comes down and, like, lays in front of me. And... I was like, okay, I know what's about to happen now. You know what I mean? There was no doubt in my mind. From the second she laid down and, and put those cheeks up against the dick, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking Vicky tonight. I'm like, so that's what's happening. And then her kids went to bed, and then I fucked Vicky. And then she woke up the next morning, and it fucked me up. Because she said, do you remember that? And I, did something happen last night? And I was like, oh, shit, you don't remember coming downstairs and basically throwing my dick inside you. Oh, Nope, nothing happened. I lied about it to her for years, okay? About a year <laughs> later. A year later, I go over to Vicky's house again, and uh, Vicky tells me, she's like, I just want to let you know, I know that we fucked. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Does that mean you want to fuck? <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, yeah. So I banged her out again. And then my mom left, which she did. She would fucking take the fuck off. And she left Vicky in charge of me and my brother. No idea that I'm banging Vicky out in her bed every night. How old is your brother? He was like 14. But yeah, you're not going to leave a 17 or 18 at the time. 18 and 14 year old alone. <laughs> not us anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to leave us alone. Yeah. So yeah, she had Vicky and I, every night I fucked Vicky. Were you using condoms? No, she had five kids. So, no. Yeah, so she's fertile as fuck. No, them tubes have been seared off, Doug. <laughs> them tubes have been tied. That was the it was like the greatest practice pussy in the history of practice pussies. Okay, I got to know what the real thing felt like. I didn't have to learn my timing with condoms. And talking about somebody with experience, she got five kids. What do you mean timing with condoms? Cause man, you know condoms are different. When you fuck with a condom versus fucking with a fucking bear. It's like it's two completely different experiences. I thought you it's meant. Like, I thought you meant like the timing of putting it on. It's like walking outside in a monsoon naked, and then walking outside in a monsoon in a raincoat. Yeah, I thought you meant like the timing of like when to put it on when you when you're like fooling around. I thought that's what you meant. No, straight up, you 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 can fuck harder with the condom and go longer. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of a performance enhancing drug for somebody that came up fucking bare. and I came up fucking bare. You know what I mean? I was fucking. I was raw dog fucking. That's why I got so many kids. I got spoiled. I forgot that you have kids. A fuck ton of kids. So yeah, I got spoiled. Vicky fucked me up. She gave me that uh that raw pussy way too young. You still talk to her? No, I don't. Um, she got mad at me because she was also fucking her boyfriend at the time. What? And I was like, I was eighteen. I was young and jealous. You know what I mean? I wasn't. 
I wasn't thinking right. So I told my mom when she got back from one of her vacations that Vicky fucked somebody in her bed, not telling her it was me and her boyfriend. <laughs> um, but yeah. Did they ever find? Did your mom ever find out later? I told. I think I told her years and years later that I that I fucked Vicky, but it took it took a long time. I uh, this just gave me a terrible flashback when I was like probably 12, 13 years old. I had a friend that I played uh, pee wee football with, and he had an older sister named Brooke, and she was hot. That's as such a hot name, bro. Bro, and this was uh, early two thousands. So she would wear like the little choker collars <laughs> and too much makeup and the big fucking eyelashes, which are back in now. But she was, I just remember her being just like fucking, whoa, I jerk off thinking about her all the time. Yeah. And I'd go hang out at Weston's house just so that I could look at Brooke. And then one time Brooke was mine and my little sister's babysitter. And so we're all hanging out and I was like, we should go swimming. How old were you? I think like 12, 13. Okay. My sister's like four or five. How old was Brooke? I think like she had to be like 16, probably. I, I, I have to go and ask my parents and check on all this. She might have been like fucking a year older or something, you know, right. this is back then. But so this was the first house that we moved into. It was like the first mansion I lived in. Uh, and it was dope as fuck. We had like a 40,000-gallon pool. It was modeled after the house from Gone with the Wind. So it was literally the house was called Terra, just like that house. It has huge columns. I mean, it's gorgeous. And so, like, Brooke comes over, and I'm like, I'm a baller. I live in a mansion, you know? And uh, so, like, we should all go swimming. You know, let's all go swimming. So we all go out swimming, and me and Weston are playing, and we're all jumping off the diving board and doing tricks. And Brooke jumps off the diving board, and her top falls off. And she yells, don't look. My top fell off. And I instinctively covered my eyes and turned away because she said, don't look. And I'm like, I'm a good person. I won't look. And I still to this day re regret that I didn't look. <laughs> like, John was telling that story. I was like, ah, oh, I should have looked. <laughs> First off, don't be inspired by, <laughs> by the acts of a 17-year-old delinquent. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I was in jail too. You know what I mean? I, I, I fucked up a lot back then. I just wanted to feel good. <laughs> it's just like a lot of people say what they do with the time machine. I'd go back and I'd say, Mike, you look. You fucking look at those titties and you have a sexual awakening. <laughs> and I'm going to go back and say, don't fuck Vicky. It's going to fuck you up for the rest of your life. Here's a weird fucking thing. So when the second time this, when I came back around to Vicky the second time, she sucked my dick on her couch while our kids were upstairs. And her kids are not three and four. Her kids are 13 and fucking 15. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they can easily come downstairs for a snack, and she's blowing me. And it's, I came, okay? I came, but I have not came from head since that day. Really? I cannot come from head. I don't know if it locked me up, if it broke me, but... I've only came from head four, with four different chicks, and I get it from... Lots like, of guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of glory holes. Well, no, there was that one tranny, but we don't talk about that. I know, but we don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, uh, that, was, that was my first sexual experience. I mean, I, I fucked around with my stepsister's friend who was a horse girl. I saw my stepsister's titties a couple times. Nothing to be, nothing to write home about. You'd write it to your. Who would you write it to? Her mom. No, my my, my third stepdad. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh. Uh, that's wild. What'd you yeah. go to jail for? Um, weed. Every time it was weed. It was oh. always weed. Always. Well, yeah. that's not that cool. No. I mean, no. It's really not. It, What's, that's how much America sucks. Are you like super duper into like older chicks now though? No. No. I I have a different, like I think um, I've made a lot of progress in my life as far as like the way I live my life and the things I do. And I kind of look for that in the person that I'm with too. I want somebody that's also just doing shit. Like show me that you're trying to be better. You know, I, I hate all this fucking bullshit nowadays where it's like, we're all doing 50-50, you know what I mean? Like, we're going out and fucking butt-chugging tequila and then doing yoga at, at 6.30 in the morning, you know? I want somebody that, like, ah, I'm not really going to butt-chug. I'm just going to do the yoga for right now. That's kind of what I'm looking That's what I look for. I'm not following. I look for goals, dog. I look for a chick that's doing something. Why that's hot to me. Because I've been around. I've been around I, I fuck so many chicks with face tattoos and C-section scars <laughs> that I want somebody that's actually trying to do better. I've actually never fucked a mom. You've never fucked a mom? No, I've never fucked a mom. I've been trying. I want to. One time I banged this chick. She was fucking dog shit insane. Like just absolutely bonkers. And uh, we, I was in NA, so we're both sober. So it's one of those times where like when, you, when you're both like sober, but you've both been crazy people, like sex is weird. <laughs> and I'm fucking 22. She's 35 probably. And uh, we're fucking and she's on top. And then she turns around and starts like throwing it back. And like I'm like getting close and I'm like smacking her ass. And then she reaches back and points. She has these footprint tattoos. They're like a tramp stamp. She goes, these are my son's feet after he was born. While you guys were fucking? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Did you come on him? No, I came in her. What? She got her shit sealed up too. A lot of moms, after they have kids and they realize how awful it is, just get them tubes burned up. Is that how they do it? They, they burn. No, oh, because he said that too. So I was like, all it's right. It's just funnier to say. Well, that's dumb. I was going with his theme. No, they tie them. No, the oldest chick I ever fucked not. was 32. And she really? was weird. Yeah, and it was washed up. Well, I, didn't yeah, like I it. also, I, I feel like any woman over 30 that is going to fuck you is not going to have any self-respect. Because I, I just like... I can't imagine that's the situation unless it's someone that like fetishizes like a cougar that's looking for a young, dumb idiot to come in her. Well, the thing that really du- super duper turned me off is she had like a full bush with like gray hair in it. And I was like, this is not at 32. Yeah, bro. That's that. She's lived a hard life. bro. It wasn't full gray hair, but that's there was not like- an average 32 year old. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She was 47, Doug. You, uh, you it think was off you, Tinder. You think you fucked a 32 year old. Wait, <laughs> hold on. You trust her tender age? Yeah. What height did you tell her you were? Well, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't put my hat on Tinder. I don't need to. I let my jawline speak for itself. Oh, okay. No, but uh, you, she probably was older now that you... I never thought about that. You never thought once that well, she, she could was, be older than she's saying she is. I just haven't thought about her until right now. The like, gray I, I didn't, hairs didn't think you, make you think that, oh, this bitch isn't 32. Well, it wasn't like Gandalf's beard. It just it was like a couple in there. Like it wasn't. Uh, you, she had a little George Clooney salt and pepper to the <laughs> pussy hair. And you didn't think maybe this chick's over 30? I was hammered. Well, she was over 30. She said she was over 30. Okay, over 40? No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Now that I think about it, she's probably Did she up have there. crow's feet? I need more details, Galen. I actually don't remember. I think I probably have a screenshot if I could remember what day it was. 
So here's the thing. I can find her profile. Hold when on, it comes to talk. older chicks, the reason that I was always able to get with older chicks is because I had a crazy-ass mama. So, like, I literally took care of my mom all the time. I had this this feeling that I gave women, I think, especially at a young age, that I could take care of it. You know what I mean? That I could handle it. And that's because I'd handled so much shit. So older ladies were always fucking into me. And it, it was, for a while, I thought that's all I would ever be This with. is her. You could swipe one to the right. Those are the only two pictures I saved from her profile. She looks 32. Yeah, she she looks in her 30s, but she had great pussy hair. She also couldn't suck dick for her life. She wasn't ugly, though. She, no, she's attractive. Sure, she got like a Kate Hudson thing going on. <laughs> Not Kate Hudson, uh, Katie Holmes. The Dawson's Creek bitch, right? Yeah, and then you jump on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> that Tom Cruise. Yeah, but it was just like, fuck, I don't know. Like, she was just like, I was, I was excited to like bang like an, like an actual older chick. And then it was just like, it was trash. I was like, God, this it, is It's so hard for me to hear you say 32 is older. It's like, I'm 35, Doug. <laughs> I'm 32 <laughs> in January. <laughs> yeah. Cold, you those got gray cold pussy Texas hair? nights. Yeah. You got gray pussy hair? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. I've gotten lazy. I just shaved the shaft. Nice. Yeah. Really? Yep. I like down shaved. to the skin? Yeah, just because I got I got hair growing on the shaft. Does anybody else? Yeah, on the you side get of shaft it. hair. Now, see, mine's growing up now. Like I, I got like <laughs> like my up dick to looks you. real werewolfy. You know what I mean? Up to your dick hole? No, not that quite that far, but half. It, it's about halfway there. Halfway? Yeah. <laughs> so I got to shave the shaft. Look at, look at my ears. You know what I mean? I've got I've got hairy ears, dude. It's like you don't have a hairy head. That's the it all left and all went different <laughs> places. It was like let's check out Miami. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it it was tired of Maine, Doug. We're tired of you, Antino. Yeah, it's uh, said fuck Maine. We're going down south, baby. So that's what that's what the hair did. They're partying down there, fucking drinking mai tais and fucking girls named Cheryl. That is a wild like. You really have hair halfway up your dick. I mean, I can show you, Bubba. I, I don't think I want that. <laughs> but if we were in a scenario where it accidentally popped out, I might, you know, pull a mic and look this time. <laughs> yeah. Mike's biggest regret is not looking. Yeah. Don't let that be your regret, Galen. Well, dude, I was, I was going to bring up, uh, I ran cross country and track, and every year we do like a training camp in Mammoth, mm -hmm. California. And it was just like a team bonding thing. And this one time we were down there by the jacuzzis and this other girls team, the Laguna, Laguna Beach, High school girls team. I was in high school also. Uh, showed up. I was a sophomore, so I was like 14. And they kept like coming over, and there was this dude on our team, Will. Will Coco. This dude like worked out, like buff as fuck. So they were all like flirting and hitting on him, like all of them. And so then I got a picture with this, like it was just me. like this lit You know how small I am now? At 14, I weighed like 80 pounds. So like, like I'm small as shit compared to all these like super beautiful women. And when they're leaving, or not beautiful women, but you know, God, I would have shoved you in so many lockers. That never happened in at, at my high school. Everybody there was Asian, so we we're all just like kind of like the same size anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what a safe space for you. What? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so they were. So as they leave, as they're they're going up these the, the condos, the there was windows in the stairwells, so they could each floor we could see them like going up, and they got to the second floor, and I started motioning for them to like flash us, and so they start flashing us. 
and my buddy it was he's like super nearsighted so he was like yelling he's like like what's going on like i can't see because it was just blurry he didn't have his glasses we were in the jacuzzi and uh this one girl flashes her ass tries to flash her ass but the way the window was she was short so she had to like hop up and she falls and like hits so the window falls out like she the window falls out breaks and one of the girls had to grab her and like two of them pulled her back out through the window otherwise this girl almost like literally died trying to just show us her asshole and it was awesome you know she's got ass scars from that from breaking the window. Oh, well, you we know she does. Her, her fucking <laughs> her ass looks like Kevin Spacey's face and pay it forward. <laughs> the, their coach it's a deep ref, but yeah. I don't give a fuck. Their coach found out because that like like an hour later he calls and we had three coaches at the time and he happened to call when when the the, the one coach where it's like wouldn't give a shit. He's the one who picked up that phone. Thank God. And they were like, yeah, they're, they're fucking blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I don't care what they did. I don't want to know. And just hung up the phone. And we were like, all right. Because we would order porn on his card and shit and like all the crazy shit. He was the best. I love Martin. He's off there somewhere. He said the N-word on my podcast, actually, episode 26. Wow. That's a <laughs> crazy thing to remember. The exact episode? Can you give us the, <coughs> can you give us the minute more? I can't. But I just remember I got a, a bunch of a bunch of girls that used to be on the team listened to the episode. And they were like, you should take this down. I'm like, I don't censor people. When I was 16 and I was living, like, so uh, my first car that I got was a Jaguar. And then I got run over in the parking lot. By your by, own car? By a monster truck. Oh. My, my friend drove an F-350 King Ranch that had, like, an 18-inch lift kit and, like, 43-inch tires and a big road armor hook on the front. And it clipped under my wheel well and bounced me off of the Audi parks next to me. <laughs> and gave me a concussion from my head bouncing off the window because it didn't break. So that happens, and then I go into class, and that was when I found out that a bunch of people hated me because a rumor, had, <laughs> a rumor had started that I died. And when I walked back in, half the people were like, "Oh, good, Mike's not dead." The other half were like, "Fucking Mike's not dead," you know? Really? What was dead the rumor suit. that you died? Because I got hit by this fucking oh, car, oh, and I oh, left oh, in an ambulance because I got a concussion. But so when I go back to school, so I, I end up getting a Dodge Ram fifteen hundred Daytona edition. So it's the four door bright orange pickup with the big spoiler on it. And it was fucking awesome. I drove it everywhere. So I would like just drive around and with some of my cool friends and just pick up girls. Like we would go to the outdoor mall and like if we saw hot girls, be like, you want to go for a ride? They'd what? hop in the truck. It happened all the time. My what? I had two really cool black friends, Alton and JJ, and they were the most outgoing and awesome dudes. They would just roll down the window and be like, you talk to black dudes? And the girls would be like, yeah. They'd be like, come on. And then we would go. There were a couple of these under 18 clubs. Where you, they didn't serve alcohol, but it was like a nightclub, and you could go dance and play music, and that's where I learned about like actual grinding, where it's not like where you just like stand and like hump. It's where you have a friend stand behind you and hold you up, and then a girl just basically fucks you. What? And it was so funny because I was sixteen. I'm in like the best shape of my life. I'm like two hundred and sixty pounds. I'm benching like four hundred. I'm squatting like five fifty. I run like a four nine. Like I'm a beast, and. So I'm there, and they, I have to have Alton and JJ stand behind me. Back, so their backs are against my back, and I'm leaned, like sitting almost like this where I am now. And then a girl comes in and essentially gives me a lap dance. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is so much better than white places. <laughs> so we end up, uh, one night I'm out with one of my other friends, uh, and we go and we meet up with these two girls, and we're having fun, and then they're like, meet us back at our house. So we drive over to Highland Park, which is the rich part of Dallas. And we go to this girl's mansion. We show up and it's me and my buddy in my truck and her and her friend 
are they let us in through the big gate and I park my truck inside and we get out and then they're at the front door, which has a huge giant glass door and they're just in underwear and they're flashing their titties and pushing them up against the glass. And so we're like, fuck yeah, let's go. And we go and they won't let us in. And they're like, you got to find a way in. So we're like, fuck. (laughs) So then me and my buddy are just going around the house, like looking for doors. And it looks like we're trying to break in. (laughs) So I'm like, if people see us, they're going to call the cops. Like, why are these bitches doing this to us? And they kept like coming over and like doing more stuff. And they would like hook up with each other. What? Like, kept flirting with us. And we're like, Oh, my- oh, get in there. Like try, 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 try. Like I'm trying to use like a fucking card to like break through a lock, but it's a nice mansion. Like it's not going to be a flimsy days in. You could just fucking sunk the deadbolt out. Why don't you just throw a rock through a window or something? what he said eventually he was like we're gonna break the window and i was like dude we can't break the fucking window they're gonna be mad and then we're not gonna get to fuck them when we get inside we got they're they're gonna let us in so we keep trying we i mean we tried the garage we tried everything and there was nothing there was no way for us to get in so then we're just sitting there pleading with them and they're like well i guess you can't come in and we didn't have their numbers we didn't have any of their information we had just followed them there like fuck all your stories sound so cool at the beginning and then it just end in regret and you're not doing anything. Just the ones I've told today. I have a lot of cool ending stories. <laughs> Dude, well, do you didn't, I feel like they would have tell re- a cool ending story in a sec, but I feel like they would have respected you if you just busted out a window. Well, I did I know like if the tables had been turned and we were at my mansion and there were people and we were fucking with and they had broken the window, I would have been super pissed because then I'd have to explain it to my parents. And so I was thinking like, if I break this window, then these girls are going to have to explain it to their parents. Who cares? I do. I want to come in them. I didn't ever get to. It was fine. But how'd you leave? Yeah. You just left. Yeah. What? Yeah. Do you remember where it was? Let's go back. <laughs> what? This is why I hate white bitches. <laughs> no. Let's go back. Bro, this was 15 years ago. So good. Galen They'll... would go back right now. They're more mature now. Galen would go back right now. Do you think that he wouldn't? Well, do we you don't think have to... that he wouldn't hop in that car. And go to Highland Park just in the off chance. You made it sound so cool. It was. I just want to throw a rock through the window just like to like avenge teenage Mike. <laughs> I, had, I got you, pal. <laughs> I had different experiences growing up where I grew up. Like, I remember I had been to a black strip club, but I had black friends that had never been to a black strip club. Because they lived out on tobacco farms, out of farms like in the middle of nowhere, fucking Prospect Hill, North Carolina. And, like, I had one friend, his name's Sterling. He was a Bama, you know what I mean? He was just a country-ass black dude. And we went to a strip club um, down towards South Carolina. It was called, I hate the name of it, but it was called the Purple Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the name of the strip club. I'm not trying to be offensive. That was just the name. And uh, I remember us going in there, and, like, even I was a little spellbound by what was going on. Spellbound? Because, like... Black women do it different. They do strip clubs different. Like, it, it's fucking great. Have you, you know been to I Magic mean? City? Like, you're seeing, like, three different twerk competitions. You're seeing a girl, you know, slide all the way down the pole only using her pussy meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're seeing girls literally fucking shooing $1 bills into, like, a cardboard box to take backstage because they are literally crushing the game. They are out there doing splits, like one girl's jumping off another to do a backflip to split. Like, it is a fucking event. I remember we walked outside, me and Sterling. Yeah, they do. 
Yeah, me and Sterling uh, walked out, and I was like, dude, what'd you think of that? He's like, man. He's <laughs> like, dude. He's like, they was in there Olympus stripping. <laughs> he's like, I'm pretty sure. Olympus he's like, I'm pretty sure there's three bronze medalists in there right now. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dog. <laughs> that was, it was crazy. It was so many bear claws on titties and so many like of the raised horseshoes on asses. It was just, it was great. There was weaves flying everywhere. It was one of the best times I've ever had at a strip club. And you can't, you, you, I hate strip clubs. And you can never recapture that. Taking your friend that had never been, and he just walks outside, and his eyes are as big as dinner saucers. <laughs> like, this man had just seen extraterrestrial life inside that strip club. But, yeah, the purple monkey. That's a good one. Came to South Carolina. Where You said you're from North Carolina? Yeah, I was raised in the sticks in North Carolina. Best head I ever got was a girl from North Carolina. That she actually surprised got, me at all. We ain't got shit to do there but perfect head. <laughs> <laughs> she actually got deported back to North Carolina. What? What? No, hold on. Yeah. She didn't get deported, Galen. <laughs> no, she, she got deported back to North Carolina. No, no, okay, Galen. That's not the way deportation works. You got to hear the story, though. She got transferred. <laughs> 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 you fucking idiot <laughs> Deported Well She uh This was in California This is like right before the pandemic uh-huh. Uh This is this is January of 20 No actually this is after pandemic This is January 2021 Uh And I matched with this chick on you Tinder You know COVID's still happening right? What? Never mind continue Uh I meant like I thought it was pre-COVID, and now it's... It's middle of COVID. Yeah. Um, not after COVID. The world's coming back. Yeah. yeah, kind of. Well, Tinder was coming back. Tinder was actually super live during the pandemic. It was awesome. Uh, but... I wasn't on it. I got married. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops. But, I'm codependent, so I was in a relationship. Well, I, I met up with this chick, and we go down to the... the we go down to Shanghai Room. Remember Shanghai Room? Yeah, I ran a show there. Yeah, the, the bartender beat up some comic with a baseball bat or something. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? But I almost fought their security guy on multiple occasions. Yeah, I'm sure. He's like, bro, I helped pay your fucking rent. Why don't you get out of my fucking face? Like, he would yell at me for stuff. And, like, Jen, the bartender who I love, she was also flirty. And, like, we would like, do flirty stuff back and forth. And I was joking with her one night. He's like, you need to watch how you talk to her. I was like, hey, bud, get back outside. <laughs> Why are you indoors? You're an outdoor people. <laughs> Shoo. You know, like, it's just like, it's, it drives me insane when security guys are mean to the people that are like helping run the venue and stuff. Yeah. Like, that was one of the things that was like my biggest compliment to the everybody running security at Skankfest in Vegas. Yeah. We, our artist badges, anytime that there was something going on, they're like, hey, uh, you guys all have to go this way. You can't come through this door. We would just show our badge and they'd be like, right this way. Like it, they were the rules applied for everybody, but not the artists and the staff. That's how and that's how it's be. supposed to be. Yeah. And it's just like, I appreciated them so much. And like, they weren't allowed to leave and go get booze or anything. So I would bring them booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to the green room and I'd walk out with a handful of white claws and just go find people working and be like, sneak this, sneak this. Cause like they're fucking working their asses off. They deserve to get drunk. <laughs> But Shanghai Room was the only, yeah. well, the only thing open during the pandemic in like Orange County, like the only because you oh, know they're I so yeah they're like so anti, 
they're so anti, you know, Biden, so anti whatever, whoever the, you know, the Jan mm-hmm. and the fucking dude who owns it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was the only place that's open. She's like, do you know a place where you can get a drink? And I was like, actually, yes. I do. So we went from Irvine all the way to Shanghai Room, which is in Huntington Beach. Yeah. Uh, and we were there having drinks. And, you know, she's telling me all this stuff. And she's kind of weird. Uh, and she, I find out she has a boyfriend. I was like, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. We go down to Sunset Beach, you know, where the, the Jack in the Box is. Yeah. And the um, Harbor House. And we were on the beach right there. We start, you know, uh, hooking up whatever. Best head I've ever had in my entire life. She's like, I have a boyfriend, so we can't fuck, but I could suck your dick, which was awesome. And then so That's she's, insane. Yeah. So she's, she's for the streets. Yes. So she, she sucked me to completion. And uh-huh. this was the last chick that's actually done so. So it's been a year and a half. Uh, and you guys got to work on coming, dude. It's so easy. No, it's you. I did, but I get it. Like, it's like a mental thing for me. It's like it's like so get like, better. So no, so like I'll get in, I'll get in the zone. Okay. We'll be, we'll be one or whatever, and then she'll like change direction or something, and just like throws me off. I'm like, now nah, tell her not to. Use your words. Be an adult. If someone is going <laughs> <laughs> on your fucking magic stick, dude. If, if you have a woman that is willing to hurt herself <coughs> on your wiener in her face, you're telling me you can't do it at the very least give her some cums to say thank you? I try. Okay. I jerk myself off and help them out. We're a team. I just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I just want to say this, okay? When I say that I cannot come from head, don't think that this is not something that I've heavily attempted. You know what I mean? There's been some brave little soldiers out there (laughs) that have spent two to three hours trying to get your boy to come from head, and it's not possible. Vicky fucked me up, dude. You think if she popped back up and she sucked your dick, you think it would... I kind of want that to happen. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like... It's Sparks, or it was. I think she got remarried. Um, but that um, that um right there was he's looked before, and we're not gonna find her. <laughs> How do you spell Vicky? V i c k y. Right. So V i c k y Sparks. That's her maiden name. So. Are we doxing her right now? No, I don't even know. We're what that gonna. Means. We're going to attempt to. <laughs> We're have, asking the fans to crowdsource this information. So, you know they'll find her so too. Can, yeah. <laughs> Some cop is listening. Wait, what year was she married? When was it last Sparks? Because we got to start looking for wedding announcements in the few years. After. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's do some research on our own, but also fans. Doesn't matter. It doesn't her matter. It's about the same. You got to cure it. There was. She was hot back I do think she kind of groomed me a little bit. No shit, you were 17. No, because no, I knew her from the time I was like 13 or 14. Me and her kid were locked up together at, at Eckerd. And like, then I saw her like years later, like maybe I was like 15. I had hair on my chest and shit. And she like, comp- like commented on my body and all that shit. And then I saw her later and she was wearing like a short skirt. She's working at a lawyer's office, getting banged by the lawyer. And uh, I remember seeing her then and she was flirting with me then too. So there's- like how so? What do you mean? Like, I mean, dude- I, I, I'm a dude. You're a dude. You know when a chick is throwing you fuck me vibes. Not when I was 15. Yeah, I knew. I knew. There's no way, bro. I didn't Don't get much attention. I didn't get much attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I got sexual attention, or that, I could feel it. I could cut yeah. that shit with a spoon. 
But uh, Victoria. while you try and find her, I'll finish that fucking show. The chick loses her phone in the sand while blowing me or whatever. What a champion. So we tried. Yeah, we tried. It was a brand new iPhone 13, too. This is when it just came out. Uh, and so I was trying to find it. We couldn't find it. She was trying to find it. Couldn't find it. So she's like, Let, like let's just leave. I was like, you just want to leave your phone here somewhere in the sand? Because she had space gray iPhone 13. And it was, you know, night. It was like 2 in the morning. Uh, and so I, I dropped a pin on my phone for like the location of where we were in the sand yeah. and I drove her all the way home and then I went back in the morning cause I had to be out there anyway. Uh, and I grabbed, I found her phone in the sand and I didn't know, like, I, I don't remember anybody's names or anything, but I knew that she had a little brother. I forget, or the, her, her boy, she, so she was, she's from North Carolina. She moved in for the pandemic with her boyfriend's parents in Irvine. And so she's living at her boyfriend's parents' place in Irvine. And her boyfriend has a brother. And so, like, that's the only name that I remember. So I used Siri to call the boyfriend's little brother. Yeah. And I'd, I literally just, like, froze up, didn't know what to say because he answers the phone. He's, like, 12. And I was like, hey, uh, I kind of fucked this chick last night, and I have her phone now because she left it here on the sand. Can you, like, get her on the phone or something or, like, give me your address so I can, like, bring it over? And he was like – what and so like he tells her brother or whatever and then like the next day or two days later the parents like paid to deport her back to north carolina and i'm saying deported because they like didn't give her her cat so she lost her like cat because of me or not because of me but to give me head that was her choice that's a wild i'm, I'm almost there hold on it's I'm pretty so dope. close i'm we, so fucking close we still talk should i call her the headmaster Boom. You found her? There you go. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. That looks like if you bought a Dyson vacuum at a She looks like store. that chick from the Tiger King thing, Carol Baskin, a little bit. Yeah, let's see it. Damn. We found her. You can, That's you, the power of penis. You should yeah, add her. Yeah, dude, I get it. I get yeah, it. One time when I was living, right. so I went to college in rural Virginia uh, in a town called Farmville. You better add her. And one time uh, I ordered a pizza from Domino's, and the girl that delivers the pizza is like probably 22, 23, younger. She's not great looking, but I'm at an all-guys college in the middle of nowhere, so she's like a fucking eight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, hey, let me get your number. Let's hang out later. Let's party. And she's like, you're a freshman. You live in a dorm. I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. We're going to have a great party. I got beer. I got weed. She's like, okay. And I was like, bring a friend. So I get her number, and then I'm texting her, and I'm fucking spitting game, and I'm sending pictures of the fucking all the booze and the weed that we got. Is this one of those stories that ends good? Yeah. All right, cool. I, I swear, if you just threw out another sad story and forgot, I was about to be so mad, bro. It has an okay ending. It's fine. She was driving there, and she got hit by a drunk driver and died. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But wait, so... So then I'm texting this girl, I'm spitting game, and then she's like, all right, I'm going to come over. I'm going to bring a friend. I'm like, all right, sick. So me and like four or five of my friends are up in the dorm room. And I'm like, hey, just so you guys are clear, I get the one that I call. Right. None of you even try shit. I'll fucking beat you up. How many dudes are there? Four or five. Okay. So we take, we unscrew the closet door off of one of the stand-up closets and lay it down across two chairs to make a beer pong table. <laughs> <laughs> this girl shows up and her friend is like, 45, missing both her teeth. Her name's Dorothy. She goes, hi, y'all. <laughs> We're like, fuck. You know, like, <laughs> fuck. You know? 
And this girl, <laughs> the, the hotter one, I'm like, well, good thing I got dibs, you fucking idiots. Have fun with Dorothy. <laughs> so then we all start playing beer pong, and the guys are being surprisingly nice. Like, no one's being mean to Dorothy at all. And she's actually pretty good at beer pong. I imagine she's been like, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> she <binges> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, I mean, I imagine that she, she's used to winning to make sure that they make her look better, you know. <laughs> They could drink her into passable, you know, but probably not. So, <laughs> so So we keep playing and uh, eventually uh, another guy shows up. It's this dude from Jersey who's a fucking psychopath and eventually goes, why are you guys hanging out with this old ugly bitch? And a bunch of us laughed like to her face. <laughs> yeah. Uh and a bunch of us laughed. That's a good question. And they're both still wearing their domino shirts. And so it's like, ah, uh, you know. And, and like, even though he's the same age as us, he just, like, talked down to us so quickly that we felt like such, like, losers. We're like, ah. Uh, and, and I was like, hey, man, that's not cool. You know, that was the best I could come up with. I was like, that's not cool. And then hot girl grabs Dorothy and like, we're leaving. She leaves. So I text her. I'm like, I'm so sorry. That guy's an asshole. Uh, I... I, I'm sorry. She's like, at least you stood up for us. And I was like, yeah. So she dropped her friend back and came back over. And <laughs> I went, bah, bah, in the Domaho. You came in her? No, on her. I, I didn't, I didn't, I tried. <laughs> you gave her that topping? Yeah, I, I tried to give her the, the cream cheese icing from the Domino's, <laughs> Domino's Cinnasticks. Sticks. I came on uh, myself this it morning. It was how fast you said no, on her. <laughs> no, the other way. <laughs> Change that I to an O. <laughs> we got a Domino's right here. It's an old Asian guy that delivers. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> when when Wang walks out. Fucking guy. Oh man. North so, Carolina girls, huh? Yeah, white trash, dog. It's like I didn't. I gotta admit, you know what? Looking back on it, I didn't do bad for my first time. Uh, neither did Vicky. You what know was, what I mean? What was her first time? I imagine it was in Wales <laughs> when she was sixteen. Does she have an accent? Uh, sometimes, like when she would get angry, it would come out for sure. She taught me, like she was. I'm not gonna say she was like a horrible person. Yeah, she fucking underage dude. But no, she's a horrible person because you said she had a son your age. Yeah. Like, that's just weird. But she, she taught me how to play piano. Like, <laughs> she did. Uh, you know, she taught me, uh, she taught me a little Chopin, taught me a little Beethoven. And, uh, yeah. Sounds like a stand up gal. She wasn't a horrible person. I uh, know. I mean, it's weird. And honestly, I'm, I don't think weird like, and horrible are the same thing. Looking back on it, I appreciate her. You know what I mean? Like, fucking thank you, Vicky. You just said it fucked you up for the rest of your life. The head did. <laughs> <laughs> the head fucked me up. <laughs> Everything else, it actually did wonders. Do you remember what it felt like to come from head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember feeling like hot in the face, the toes curled. I remember the whole thing. I remember the whole thing. Haven't felt it since. I felt it close. There was one soldier. One little soldier. Yep. She fucking, she went at it for about two hours. Two hours? At least. I mean, to the point where I'm like, honey, 
your jaws are sore. Let's just fuck. You know what I mean? Were you at least like watching TV or something? Or was no, it just like- man, I was plugged in. I was plugged. I was watching her. And she was working. You know what I mean? So for two hours of her life, there was just her mouth on your dick. No, no background noise. No nothing. Not really. That's insane. The sound of cars driving by, maybe. You were in a car? No, we was in a car, but I just lived uh, in a shitty place. Oh, like <laughs> two hours of head in a car is insane. Your ass didn't fall asleep? Oh, my God. What a champ. What a champion they would be. I imagine somebody's given a two-hour road blowing. Somebody's just in it for the art. Somebody's just in it because they love it. You know what I mean? Two hours is a long time. Think about, so we've been recording for yeah, but you 48 like, minutes. Yeah, but you can pull it out, play minutes. with it a little bit. You know what I mean? Put a hat on it. You know, do some like Civil War reenactments with it. <laughs> you know, have it beat the Union. Maybe this time. Who fucking knows? <laughs> and then, you know, bring it back. Suck it a little bit again. Take it off. Maybe cosplay again. Now it's Superman. It's saving Lewis Lane from Doomsday. Take it off. Suck it again. There's a lot of things it's that you almost, can do. Almost coming off a little gay. Now that Mike's back, I want to get your guys' hard-pressed opinions. What do you think, think about Kanye West? Do you think he's right? Wait. We're jumping straight from like all these bro sex stories to Kanye. I'm sure you don't think he has a couple. There's no segue there. Yeah, Amber Rose has a couple. Who's that? You never saw that tweet? What tweet? That was a famous tweet. Almost broke the fucking internet, Galen. Well, maybe I saw it, but I don't remember her name. Amber Rose, famous fucking stripper. I fucked with Wiz. Is she mar- didn't she marry Wiz? <coughs> that. Oh, yeah, I, I don't pay attention I to that. I love stuff. World Star. So yeah, um, Amber Rose, huge booty. She put out that uh, Kanye, I think the tweet was, that's why you like the two fingers in your ass or in your booty ass, bitch, is what she said about Kanye. So apparently Kanye likes to have his prostate milked, which What's wrong with that? I don't think, I did not say there's anything wrong with it. I just said Amber Rose called him out for it. She a bitch. She a bitch. But. Kanye, what does this have to do with hating Jewish? Was she? Oh, was she Jewish? But maybe what I'm saying is maybe somebody was reaching for his love button <laughs> and went too far, <laughs> and it made him anti-Semitic. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe they switched his, his inside back to default. Maybe his default setting was anti-Semitic. We don't know the progress he's made in his life. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, I'm thinking maybe they reached in there, touched his love button, tickled it, got him milked, milked him good. Is that really and what then, it's called? And then re- I have no idea. I make up my own terms. Fuck everybody else. All right, cool. I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't like accepted vernacular. But maybe they reached up a little bit further and hit like his left membrane or something. <laughs> tickled it a little bit. And he's like, fuck, I hate Jews. So <laughs> I think I think that's plausible. Did you see his tweet? Which one? The the Death Con 3 one, the funny one. Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. I'm a J. Cole fan. I've known about Kanye for years. False prophets. That song was about Kanye? It's all about Kanye. I thought it was about like other people. Really? I just haven't listened that deep into it. I like this. I have it downloaded, but I just like don't think that deep into who he was talking about. I just thought he was talking about like everything as a whole. You knew that was about Kanye, right? False Prophets? J. Cole. J. Cole? I just introduced you to J. Cole the other day. You had to get introduced to J. Cole. He's been around for like 15 years. John finally showed me something from him that's good. Everything else I've heard from him is dog shit. Thank you. Like, J. Luke Cole's Bryan. bad. Frank Ocean's bad. Frank Ocean's dead. I can't say he's bad. No, I'm allowed. It's trash. Yeah, bad's bad. I don't, I don't care. I want him to spend more time fucking men and less time making music. <laughs> 
Well, you remember what was that festival? Uh, fucking Tyler Creators Festival, where everybody thought it was gonna be Frank Ocean headlining, and he didn't show up. Instead, it was Drake. It was like the surprise headliner. Everybody booed and then him off stage. Everybody booed Drake. Was it rather loud? No, that's a separate thing. That's like a production company does that. It's a um, uh, camp camp. Um... No, you guys really aren't gonna camp help me with that. Fuck? No. Um... Futtbuck? Tyler. Fuddbuckers? It's insane that there's a place called Fuddruckers. Do you know how many times I've called it Fuckrutters? Camp Flogna. Oh, good. Yeah, that's one that's right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> are you even allowed to say that? Isn't that there? Flogna? Word? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, what would that be a slur to beavers? Hey, listen. Let's go back to talk about cool bro stories. <laughs> Do you have any more of those stories where you you didn't that you weren't the hero in the end again? I like those. You like the stories where I'm not the hero in the end? Yeah, you know, where like you know you don't get into the house and you just leave or Um <laughs> So Hey Jack, we talk about Mike yet? Yeah, sure, bro. I love to do your podcast. Hey Mike, tell my fucking story again. <laughs> Do you have a story where you weren't the Yeah, hero? either either of you guys. You you close every time? One time, I, so I was working at a pizza place, and uh, it was my second job, and I helped them open this chain pizza place. It was Marco's Pizza, and it was the first one they opened in Texas. And this, this guy had moved there from Georgia, and I had a bunch of cool stories from this place because it was such a fun time working there. But uh, there was one girl that I had matched with on some fucking thing back in the day, and... Uh, We'd hooked up a few times, and then I told her that she had to, if she wanted me to talk to her, because she was pissing me off about something. I don't remember what it was. I was 17 and an asshole, you know? <laughs> uh, but so she was pissing me off about something. I was like, well, if you want to make it up, then you have to show up in, like, a sexy outfit to my work and then ride with me while I deliver pizzas and suck my dick. And You said that to someone? Yeah. and Because <laughs> and, I was like, there's no way that's going to happen. And if it does happen, that's hilarious. So I'm telling my best friend at work about it, and, and Ryan, the guy that owns the place, hears me, and he goes, no fucking way. He's like, you know you can't do that, right? And I was like, what? And he's like, you can't have a chick riding with you sucking your dick while you're delivering pizzas for my store. And I was like, <laughs> come on, Ryan. And he was like, no, I'm just saying, like, don't let me see it. I can't. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So... She shows up in like a slutty sailor chick outfit and she walks in and is like trying to be all hot. And then I'm like, all right, you can't be here. You gotta go wait for me out front. So then I take my pizzas out the back and I pick her up out front. And then sure enough, she's like my dick. I took this one row that had speed bumps. <laughs> so she's like, <laughs> which is hilarious. But so I bust in her face because I don't have that problem like you guys. And, <laughs> and I drop off my pizzas and then I'm driving back to the store with her. And I tell her, I was like, hey, you have to wait. Uh, you can't be seen on camera. Or my boss will yell at you. I'll come hang out with you in a minute, but I got to go check back in. We had a couch. There used to be like a, a gated in dumpster thing. It was like the big metal gate, but there was no dumpster in there. So we'd put a couple couches in there and that's where <laughs> we all smoked weed. So I was like, wait for us on the weed couches. So I opened the thing, let her in there. I'm going to go clock back in. So I clock back in. I guess she was trying to do something sexy and like, like come fuck me on the couch kind of thing. But when I get back there, she's bleeding profusely from her foot. She had stepped on glass at some point 
And so I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So then I have to go inside and get the first aid kit and like t- fix her foot up. And then she's like, can you drive me to the hospital? I think I need stitches. And I was like, on my next delivery, <laughs> you know, like I can't clock out and get like fired from my job. Cause you stepped on glass. Like, and she's like, well, I can't, dri- it's my driving foot. And I was like, yeah, I'll drive you. Just like, let me take a delivery too. Cause there's a hospital was like three miles away. So I grab a delivery, I drop it off and then I take her and drop her off at the ER. And then I go back and finish my shift. But yeah. So that was, I was a bad guy in that story. <laughs> 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 Did you ever talk to her again? Like, what the fuck? Mike. Mike. Oh. Well, I guess you weren't the hero in that story. (laughs) Oh, Mike was the villain in that story. Mike didn't give a fuck if the pizza was hot. He gave a fuck if his dick was hard. All right. Well, Mike sent a chick to the hospital. I got a girl deported and lost her cat. You gotta, you gotta bring one of the plate, big dog. I mean, mine. I was the victim. I haven't came from hell. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are assholes. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck! I know I've done some fucked up ones. Um, this, yeah. Uh, here we go. I had separated from my second wife. Um, the first time. And I you was have living, lived, bro. Uh, I've lived. I've um, Copper's Cove, Texas. I had a place on Judy Lane, and um, there was a girl in the apartment down. She was living with her lesbian uh, fiance, <coughs> and that lesbian fiance got deployed, and so I started hanging out with Trish a lot. Trish. And I kind of like. I, the opportunity was there where we were laying on the couch, and she's like, "Yeah, I used to fuck guys." And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Again, I'm smoking a lot of weed and drinking a lot at this time, so I'm not really fucking thinking. And uh, I'm like, this girl's a lesbian. It's in my head. And then I get in my head that, like, uh, her fucking fiancé is deployed. I can't fuck a, huh. a, a girl's chick while she's deployed. You know, that was my thought. So I left. <laughs> I left. And a couple days later, I go to this place called the Starlight, which is in Colleen. Uh, it's Starlight Station. It's a fucking shitty ass Western bar. So I go there and I see her there with a friend and I'm like, she's behind me and she's talking shit and she goes, I think he's gay is what she said to her friend. And I heard it and I turned around like, why? Cause I wouldn't fuck a lesbian, but I said it too loud <laughs> and another lesbian overheard it. So she comes up and she goes, why wouldn't you fuck a lesbian? And I'm like, I don't know. I think, isn't that against the rules? <laughs> I thought, you know, this was like punishable for like death or something. <laughs> I didn't know that like you would be mad at me for not fucking a lesbian. I didn't know that would happen or else I would have fucked the lesbian. So shit gets a little bit more escalated. Apparently uh, on their end, I was cool. Um, <laughs> I was copacetic, Bubba. I was fine. Bubbling. You know what I mean? And uh, the girl with real tight ponytail, high up, obviously Butch Dyke, she swings on me. What? Fucking straight up swings on me because I refuse to fuck a lesbian. (laughs) And so I swing back. (laughs) Mistake. 
mistake because then the security guard saw it, and then I catch two ass whoopings. Okay, I catch the ass whooping from the lesbian, and then I catch the ass whooping from the security guards on the way out because they're literally holding me while she's like throwing blows into my body. They're not doing anything to her. They're not touching her. She like that. She was the enforcer. You know what I mean? You couldn't have like thrown like a little kick. They were holding your arms. No. Not, not in that scenario. Not when two fully grown men are holding you like a baby. Okay? Like, you're like, literally, I was crucifixed. They had both arms and I was levitating above the ground. Fuck. I am six foot one, 190 pound man. I am not small. Okay? They made me feel like I was your size, dog. I felt. <laughs> I'm just catching strays over here. I wasn't even, I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> they galened me and she's throwing blows and then they throw me out the door and like she comes out with them and she's still like a little chihuahua rabid fucking just, just still fucking screaming at me and what was I, she yelling I, and then like eventually I'm like well do you want to fuck that's what I said because she had said so much about me not fucking do lesbians fuck? and I was like well do you want to fuck and she that stopped her and she said, no, I would never. And walked back inside. And they let her back in. <laughs> they didn't let me back in. Was it a gay bar? No. Like a country western bar. How? Well, they can't really throw a gay person out then. They're trying to change their image. They heard that Luke Bryan song. What song? Country Girl, Shake It For Me. Well, what was that song you guys just showed me? Oh, uh, whatever. They're all the same guy. But if it was logic, he would know. Oh, dude. I could tell you the third line and the second verse of any song. Do you know a logic song? Enough to... Homicide. Homicide? Oh, I could do... I, could, I used to be able to do that acapella. Full I, speed. You know why I knew that one? Because he's got white trash in it with him. Hey, Slim Shady, baby. Eminem, baby. Hey, and that, that Chris, is a trailer park icon. And Chris D'Elia. There was two moments in the trailer park, Okay. It was two real moments growing up, and that was Stone Cold <laughs> when he came out, and that was Eminem when he came out. He li- those two liberated two separate sorts of people in the trailer park. Real talk. How many people are in the trailer park? What is the uh, second? What did you say? Third verse. Th- I could say I could tell you the third line and the second verse of any song. All right, tell me that on Afrikarian. I don't like that song. Too bad. That's the one I requested. That's the one with Neil deGrasse Tyson in it? Yeah, it is. I don't know. I, I guarantee you he says... Uh, no, that doesn't count. I don't care if you remember one lyric. No, I'm saying I guarantee you the line is... Are you, do you have it pulled up? I don't know. I don't have all the lyrics pulled up, but I can. Something about being biracial. Oh, yeah. That's helpful, Galen. Is it? No. No. Oh. All right. First verse... Second verse. All right. Are we doing third line of second verse? Yeah, what is it? Third line of second verse is... Uh, Dude, you just can't read? All, and all this shit is so intense, don't want to go to this event. Talk about being biracial. No. <laughs> anyway, is that an in-and-out sticker on your phone case? Yeah, I have kids, and you got to keep them entertained. So, you, where's my wallet? They do it to my wallet, too. What? 
Nah, bro. Yeah. Bro, I got kids, dog. As a man. Why are you walking around with... No, what? You mean... What the fuck do you mean? I got kids. I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I thought your kids were older. Uh, 12, 10, and 8. What would you... How would you feel... How would you feel if one of their friend's moms banged your kid? What? Because well, that's, that's how you were in that story. With Vicky? Yeah. If my son's so her brother, 17 and one of my ex-wife's friends wants to throw him one? Okay, well, I guess I've, I, put that, I put that wrong. Yeah, the I the mean, whole reason I was asking about the In-N-Out sticker is since you're not from California, I wanted to know if you prefer Whataburger to In-N-Out or do you think there's another player? Uh, I like In-N-Out personally. Mike would disagree with this. Um, Mike likes like, In-N-Out. I like In-N-Out because they can make you feel like you're being healthy. Like you can get, it, <laughs> you can get it protein style. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, so I like it for that aspect and that aspect only. The, as far as a burger goes, I'm not going to any of those places if I want a good burger. It's like five bucks for a burger in and out. It's, it's they don't have any freezers. Oh, really? This is great. What? Don't say anything out loud. I should get it out of them. When did? Just now. Whoa, right? The cool Colt comedy stuff. The Colts Whoa. got Jonathan Taylor or what? What? The Colts traded Jonathan Taylor or what? No. No. Oh. Yeah. We you, can't you a say it out. Fan? We can't say it out loud. Who's your team? Colts. Oh, you're a Colts. Aren't you from California? Yeah. All right. Well, it's a thing where we. I grew up in Orange County, California, and we didn't have. There was no football team. There was no LA team. There was no team. San Diego is uh, close enough. No. No. Yeah, you should be a Chargers fan. They were ass, bro. Nobody's nobody I know Who is a Chargers a fan. Who gives a fuck if they were ass? So you jumped on that Peyton Manning fucking bandwagon, is what I did. you did. I did. You piece of shit. I did. I've but, been a Carolina Panthers fan since 1995, and it's, let me tell you, Bubba, it's not because I lived in Orange County, California. <laughs> It's because I lived in bumfuck Carolina, and that was the only hope that it gave us. How did you feel? The fact that Panthers might win a Super Bowl one day. You're just anti Peyton Manning then after that Super Bowl. No, I'm not anti. First off, that did you see beaten. Peyton Manning during that Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I saw him hold up the trophy. Yeah, you saw him hold up the trophy after throwing for 116 yards <laughs> on a fucking a, a, a neck that's been operated on four times. I think the biggest problem with Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl is that he didn't sell his forehead as ad space. <laughs> he could have made a killing. Could have thrown a Doritos tattoo on there. The only reason, like, Peyton had to convince John Elway to win that last Super Bowl is just so he had something to talk to Eli about at the fucking table. Because otherwise, what? He, Eli would have fucking dominated that conversation for the next 20 years. Oh, what was that, Peyton? Two MVPs? Cool. Just bring them out. Two rings, and guess who he beat for both of them? For both of them. Payne's the greatest quarterback to ever live. Tom fucking Brady. No. You're out of your mind. Tom Brady's the greatest winner, but Payne's the best quarterback. No. You're insane. You're going to pick Tom Brady? You put Payton on the Patriots, they would have won every fucking Payton's year. Payton's last Super Bowl was won on Von Miller's back. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody's, nobody's not disagreeing with that. He was also like 40. Yeah, but I mean, that w it was won because of Von Miller. Sure, sure. Nobody's arguing against that. But if you take us from 1998 until 2011... Greatest quarterback of all time? Nah, because you, you're young. Tom Brady just you're young. Tom so Brady you don't just remember, broke you don't his passing record. Montana. Huh. Like you don't remember Joe Montana when he's with the 49ers, when he's hitting that fucking miracle catch with Roger Craig in the end zone against the Cowboys, the NFC Championship. You don't remember him going to Kansas City after that 
and still a- almost winning a fucking Super Bowl in Kansas City. You know what I do know about John, John, uh, or what was his fucking name? Joe Montana? Yeah, Joe Montana. I see him in Cialis commercials now, bro. Saying, get your tea up. That's not a real man. He's like 70, dog. Peyton Man is better. He's young. He's still alive. I want him to take a Cialis and fuck you, and then you tell us, yeah. if, tell us if he's a real man. I don't think he'd be able to get it up. He's taking Cialis. And, <laughs> and I think you'd look enough like a girl to him from behind. You think Joe Montana's... Boys don't have long hair. I think Joe Montana's a way better quarterback than Peyton Manning. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Undoubtedly. You guys are smoking crack. Peyton Manning was one of those dudes that was like, yeah, he was supposed to be the second coming of Joe Montana, and he never... He he never filled out, dog. He, he, every he had every that, passing record. What yeah, are you talking about? The fact that he lost to the Jets, the fucking Jets. When? And what was it? The 2013, 2014 playoffs with the Broncos when he was like thirty-seven years old. No, when he was with old? the Colts. No, when we Rex had, Ryan's defense beat him. What are you talking about? In twenty thirteen, we had Andrew Luck. He left the team in twenty twelve. All right, so it was before then. I don't remember that. Peyton Manning was 14 and 13 in the playoffs in his career. One win above 500. Yeah. You're going to say that's the best quarterback ever played the game? It's a team sport, bro. Yeah, Tom Brady is infinitely better than Peyton Manning. Okay, but you know how many years that Tom Brady had a top 10 defense? Every year, you know how many times Peyton Manning had a top 10 defense? Literally one time, and that was the year that they won that Super Bowl. Sure, defense one championships. Time. We're not talking about teams. We're yes, you are. About... You just set a team record. You just said no, a team. Said, you said the Peyton team's Manning record. Manning was 14 and 13 in the His playoffs. His teams and... were 14 and 13 in the playoffs. His teams. Okay. Not him. His, okay, then let's... So you just said we're, it's so, not, you just said we're not talking about a team thing and then said the team's record. You, you were talking about how great he was. I, I talked about passing yards and all his passing records. You brought up a team thing. I just, I, There's I nothing you better. could say about... I said he's okay, the greatest so, winner of all time. Sure. He also lost to Eli okay, Manning twice. Right, Should have lost that Jamarcus other... Russell doing your bullshit is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning because from his knees, Jamarcus Russell can hit a trash can from 80 yards. Not in a game. Peyton Man- we're not talking about games. That's where teams are. No, no, we're no. We're talking about quarterbacks. Passing Dylan. records happen in the games. Yeah, but that's because of teams. That, so dumb. I mean, You're proving uh, what, me what right. What about his amazing... So we don't want to talk about how amazing Marvin Harrison was? Yeah, we're he was great. Just, we're going to ignore how incredibly he was and crucial. Yeah, Reg, the was, rocket Reggie Wayne. Dallas Clark, Edgar and James. Yeah, their offense was great and built around Manning. But it's the but it's they won fuck, they won three a, games before he got there and then made the playoffs almost every year with fucking trash defense. Fourteen and thirteen. What about it? Sounds like he went to the playoffs a lot to me. Sounds like he was one win above five hundred. It's crazy. I I I get it. I can't say anything because my favorite team is the Raiders, and I think Rich Gannon is a better quarterback than Peyton Manning. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay. You guys are insane. You guys are insane. Peyton. Do you guys hear yourselves right now? Peyton had the luxury of having Tony Dungy. He had the luxury of having a system. He had the luxury of eventually growing into being a coach on the field. That's not a luxury that everybody else gets in the NFL. And I, I, you say what you want, but I think Dan Marino was a better quarterback than fucking Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning lost the Super Bowl to True Breeze, man. It's like the only reason they really won when he did is because the Bears, when he won that Super Bowl, that first one, they couldn't figure who the fuck their quarterback was, whether it was Rex Grossman or fucking Kyle Orton. Because Rex Grossman had gotten hurt. Kyle Orton came in through the playoffs, 
took them to the playoffs, and they put Rex Grossman back in that Super Bowl in 2005, right? You also can't just say, you can't just gloss over Drew Brees like he was some bum. You can't say he lost a, like, Drew Brees is a great quarterback. Drew Brees is five foot ten inches tall. And there's top no three reason, in every category. There's no reason he should have been as good as he was. But he was great. <laughs> With that being said, fucking Peyton won his Super Bowl, the one that I truly think that he won against a team that didn't have a fucking like, didn't have a quarterback. Oh yeah, but that's his fault. No, but he. So how does that discredit Peyton his performance? Had the benefit of more than any other quarterback in the history of the NFL. He replaced remember he replaced Harbaugh when Harbaugh fucking went down. It was Peyton Manning that replaced him? Do you remember Peyton's first year? Do you he remember was what his record he, was? He, yeah, the most interceptions. It was fucking god awful. It wasn't until they truly started giving him everything that he was able to be successful. And I'm not trying to take away from Peyton, even though I've done that for the past 10 minutes. (laughs) I'm really not trying to take away from him, but in the same breath, like, Peyton should have more. Peyton should have three to four rings. Absolutely, I agree. And because of that, I can never say that he can fuck with Tom Brady's six. Isn't it seven? Excuse me. Seven. (laughs) You know yeah, what I mean? but here's the thing. You're never going to tell me LeBron's better than Jordan. You're never going to tell me Kobe's better than Jordan. Yeah, you're you're smoking crack if you don't think LeBron's... LeBron's the greatest of all time. What? Yeah. Did you just fucking say to me, I'm about done with this podcast, <laughs> I got to go. He's, he's a baby boy. He doesn't know the 90s Bulls because he wasn't alive. I was alive. No. I was born in 1996. Okay. Um, I get it. It's fine. Why is LeBron the greatest? To give me your <laughs> argument. <laughs> All right, well, here's the thing. He scored more points than Jordan. He's got more assists than Jordan. His he's percentage, played, he's played, every... He's played eight, eight years longer. Whose fault is that? Okay, keep going. That's all I need to say. How many, how many finals has LeBron lost? So here's the thing. Anytime somebody has to say to you, so here's the thing, they're wrong. They're wrong. Dude went to 10 straight finals. You've got finals. a better argument right now that Steph Curry is going to be better than Jordan than you do LeBron. What? LeBron has had 20 years to prove to us he's better than Jordan, and he has not fucking done it. LeBron has turned, he has gone from team to fucking team. There is something to be said about saying with the same unit and wiping up the fucking league for six years, leaving for a year. That team didn't win a championship without him. He comes back. They got back. pretty close. Guess what? Guess what? They fucking sweep the next one. They got pretty. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals without him. Did, did they win a championship without him? No, it's, but it's like they still went to the Eastern did Conference. Did they win Finals. a championship without Jordan? That's that. All right. It's not possible. That's how great he was. <laughs> I'm not saying that's he's how a, you, I'm not you, saying he's you a scrub. Give me that Miami Heat team with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, and I could probably still get you a title. Wait, what? You give me that Miami team with a fresh Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, I could probably still get you a title. Like if they put you on that team? No, I'm saying that team. Coaching that team, whoever the oh. fuck you want. Coaching that team without LeBron, I still think that team could have won a title. At least one. Probably. And they should have won four. Yeah. But he went to ten straight. They lost to two Texas teams. Let me tell you how you can't, much— You can't knock the Spurs, though, bro. They were great for years. Duncan's got five. Should they have beat that Miami Heat team? Probably not. LeBron, bro, I'm just. I don't know I why, you're, like I'm why are you a LeBron? Down all of your heroes right now. Why are you a LeBron hate? I used to hate LeBron, bro. 
I used to hate uh, LeBron. Michael Jordan record in the finals record six, six and zero. Oh. LeBron's record four and six. Went uh, to ten straight. Though. Number of regular season. Against like Western Conference powerhouses, and he was the only dude on the team. Number Michael Jordan because he had fucking t- he literally had Scottie Pippen's a top five player of all time. Okay, uh, reg- Finals MVP Jordan got six. LeBron has four. Regular season MVP Jordan has five. LeBron has four. All star selections Jordan That's has fourteen. Uh, James- LeBron has sixteen. All NBA selections. Jordan has 11. LeBron has 16. It's a lot. All defensive team selection. Jordan has nine. LeBron has six. So, and that's just in Jordan having a much shorter career. So, I mean, it's it's interesting. So, it's just funny it, that he took out the years. He took off the years that he would have lost in the finals to make his record seem better than it was. Yeah, if he played in the league longer, he would have went to more finals and lost a couple. Do you realize what Jordan had to overcome in order to win the first title? You realize that he was drafted in, like, I think, 86? That he didn't win a title until 1991? No, wait. Hold on, let me think. 92, I think it was 94. 94. It was the 91 season when they won the first one. Do you realize what he had to overcome? And in, in, in Dampier? And, and fucking and Sally or uh, John Sally and, and that fucking bad boys testing team of Dumar of all those fucking killers. I watched the documentary. The the Pistons were the one of the best teams in the league at that time. And Jordan had to work his way to beat them. He didn't join somebody. He didn't grab a bunch of fucking free agents, the hottest free agent out there. He didn't convince the team to do that. He wasn't a fucking vice president. The motherfucker was a player. Now, I will tell you this. He is a fucking sociopath and a gambling addict, not somebody that we should have ever modeled ourselves after. There's no way that that Michael Jordan should have had the squeaky clean image that he had when women were fucking signing NDAs to fuck him in Chicago hotel rooms. I'm just saying, he shouldn't have been what he fucking was. He shouldn't have been the Haynes, the guy, the Gatorade guy, the ballpark guy. But what a fucking G. (laughs) To do it all and still be the face of everything. So what do you put? You put Jordan, Kobe, then LeBron? No, for me, it's Jordan, Kareem, and then LeBron. And I have a hard time saying Kareem isn't better than Jordan. Never saw that guy. So I can't, I can't comment on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The guy played in like the early 80s. And he was the reason basketball kept going. Him and Magic Johnson, you really need to learn about the Showtime Lakers, Bubba. I, I just, all I said was I didn't see him. I know about him. I just didn't see. I couldn't. I never saw him play live. I never saw a game. You know what I mean? Like I can't. I don't have any personal ties. Okay, just to that look era. at the numbers. Just look at Kareem's numbers. No, I know. Kareem's number two. What? Kareem's number two all the time. I'll give. I'll give Jordan number four, maybe number five. But or, excuse me, LeBron. I give him number four, maybe number five. But he's not up there for me. You watch baseball. Now, I, I, I lost interest in baseball um, right around the time Mike Trout got drafted. Are you serious? Yeah, I just kind of lost interest. I don't like, I don't like how you did You could have just said 2011. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> a fucking <laughs> fish. Why are we watching a fish play baseball? Also, you know what's really funny is Galen got all chubbed up for Shohei Otani. He's this powerhouse on offense and defense. And then the Angels just got hard-dicked. They're not even playing any more baseball this year. 
you're done with Angels games? There's only two teams still playing, a hole. Yeah. Not the Angels? No, they are not. It's not? But there's there's bigger issues at hand. That's no, what I was going to talk how about. How the playoffs? Were the Angels in the playoffs? No, they weren't because there's bigger issues at hand. Oh, man, that sucks. What? Well, were they at least close to the playoffs? How many games behind first were they? 23 and a half. Oh, that's not that many, right? That's just... Out of 162, that's not that bad? Yeah, that's only, you know, 20%. <laughs> that's only 20% of their season they needed to do wins on that they didn't. Let me ask this question. What's that? Why aren't they at the Anaheim Angels anymore? Do you know? Yeah, it's it's a, like a marketing thing. No. It's because the city oh. were like, y'all are such fucking garbage. We don't even want our name on you, dog. Y'all could be the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, but you can't have Anaheim alone. See, here's That's the thing. how bad the Angels are. Here's the thing. They need to sell that team. He needs to sell that team, dog. He put it up for sale. It's for sale right now. It's going to be the largest, largest team sale in uh, American sports history, actually. It's going to go for $3.2 billion. It's going to be the largest sports, sports team sale in American history. But yeah, see, they're selling it to China, so your team's going to ruin baseball, you No, but it idiot. looks like it's actually going to be a Japanese company that buys them and oh, give no. Otani like $500 million. Oh, man. It's going to be... I wish I was Otani. I want $500 million. I think he's gay. What's, that's cool. I think he's gay. Well, there's gay nothing. people are better at stuff. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying that I think he's gay because you never see him with chicks. He's always on the cover of like Vogue and he's always hanging out with his translator, but you never see him with chicks, like nothing. Maybe he's just married to the game. He learned from Jordan. Jordan's yeah. gay? No. No, but you can't prove he's not. You can't prove he is. He has kids. Oh, yeah. He comes in a lady at least twice. So does Bruce Jenner. I mean, Caitlyn That Jenner. is true. Yeah, but that's not a sexuality thing. Trans is a gender identity thing. That doesn't have to do with where. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if, if she's if she's pan or bi or what. what I know Robin is. Tran has a girlfriend. Robin Tran has a girlfriend. Yeah. Whoa. 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 And he they they fuck with the dick. Galen, tell us an interesting thing. Make this exciting again. Well, it was you got all bogged down in these terrible fucking sports discussions. Well, sorry Boo, you couldn't contribute. Sports. Well, you know, it's just like, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? That's because this piece of shit shows how many LeBron's better than Jordan. That's because this piece <laughs> of shit is dumb and young and doesn't know anything. I'm not that young. I'm pretty old. You're, no, you're I turned not. 26 in like a couple weeks. All right, I'm going to give you homework, Doug. Yeah. You got to jump on ESPN Classics. And <laughs> by the end of the month, I need to see that you have watched at least the Jazz series, the flu game. Okay. I it's need to see fake. that you have watched him fucking destroy the Supersonics. And let me think. Um, what else do I need? You know what? Just go watch the fucking slam dunk competition with with him. Uh, who was the human highlight reel in fucking Atlanta? Um, Dominique Wilkinson. Yeah. Watch. Just watch that. And tell me that Michael Jordan wasn't at 6'6", the best basketball player ever to play the fucking game. He is six foot six inches tall. This man's not six nine. He's not fucking six ten. He is six six. How tall is LeBron? That is the he's six nine. That is the average size of a fucking NBA player. Is six six. That's what Jordan was. So that means that the half the players are shorter than that. I guess technically, yes. So but that is I settled my I settled my case. I settled my case then. LeBron's better than him. He's a short, small I fry. I think you're just taking this argument. Just like to play the devil's advocate for your generation that LeBron is fucking better. I don't care either way. Never met that guy. I never will. Just look at this. 
Oh, my God. Wow, he put a ball in a hoop. LeBron can't dunk? Idiot. Oh, Dominique Wilkins is such a monster. What happened to that guy? Wilkins? He's still around. He goes to Hawks games all the time. Who's Just look te- at the way he touched the ball. Who's your team? You know what I mean? Look, he's going to jump from the free throw line right here. I'm a Hornets fan. Th- this guy owns my team. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, so you have to defend him. Look, he's running from backcourt no. because he's jumping from the fucking free throw. I don't have to defend anyone. I defend what I think is right. And look at that. From the fucking free throw line. The dude ran 80 fucking feet to build up to it. I'd like to see him do that standing. No one can do that standing, you fucking idiot. Cool, so he's that not the right greatest. there, that thing that you just saw, made, shoe. That made so a billion dollars worth of shoes. On okay? his own shoe. He could have put his, a fucking image of his own penis on it. It would have sold. No. No. Look at that. Oh. That windmill, that extension. That's Jeez, not even that's him. That's Dominique, bro. Put some respect on his name. Oh, God. Is that KD? No. Oh man, God. you have no idea good how you have no idea how good '90s basketball was, Doug. Oh, I know. Backboard, boom. The dunk competition used to mean something. Oh, it did. This is when it stopped meaning something. It's crazy. And now the crazy thing is John Morant can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? John Morant's a beast. Let's talk about like oh. the evolution of the game. What these guys have provided. It's. It's changed so much where you got dudes that are on the bench that are freak fucking athletes that can jump out of the gym. So, so I'm saying you put Jordan in this era. I don't think he wins six rings. I think Jordan wins seven. You're insane. I think you're absolutely crazy. You have to also think about where sports medicine is. LeBron is spending a million dollars a year to stay in shape. You don't think Jordan would have been doing that? Imagine what he could be doing. Jordan could be doing with stem cells. LeBron's not using stem cells, though. Yeah, absolutely, he is. All the fucking major athletes are. All the rich people do. Why wouldn't you? They're incredible for it's healing. It's like, like fetus stuff. Fetus yeah. blood. It's not fetus blood. It's stem cells. Yeah. It's the stem cells from the fetuses. What is that? Into anything yet? And so when you put them in your body, they're like a fucking blank card. Like Uno. They can be anything. They can be any color you want. Or any number. <laughs> like, yeah, I win. That does healing. That's so if the you best put... way I can explain it. For you. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Also, you've got to look at, like, of all the people in the NBA when it comes to work ethic, like, there's two people that come up. Jordan and Kobe. It's Jordan and Kobe. But that's because even Jordan and Kobe said it both in interviews. Kobe just copied every single thing Jordan did. And he was able to have success by literally mimicking his entire career. All for what Michael Jordan did. And having Shaquille O'Neal. But he mimicked his entire career off of what Jordan did. Jordan wrote the fucking book on greatness, Bubba. Like, the the man was a sociopath. He was in there fucking, he's gambling at 30,000 feet and then losing $10,000 and then dropping 45 on fucking Denver on a Monday night. There's nobody in the history of sports that has been like Jordan. Where Jordan had this sociopathic mentality about winning and this desire to never fucking lose. He didn't like losing at hopscotch. This man didn't want to lose at double dutch. This man didn't want to fucking lose at anything. Nobody has been like that. Not with that sheer determination of winning. Yeah, but that doesn't make you the greatest of all time. That makes his mindset 
one sure. of the greatest of all time. Sure. It is a championship mindset that could only be mimicked. It could never truly be replicated. What he did for fucking six straight years in the NBA against the likes of, oh, that's funny. Against the likes of, <laughs> against the likes of Charles fucking Barkley, Akeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing, fucking some of the David Robinson, some of the greatest Half those players. Those people are, are just straight up ringless. Not but as good as you Still, some they of the are. greatest players in the history of the NBA, but they're ringless because of fucking Jordan. He only won six. It's not every year. That's six years, dog. That's somebody's prime. They weren't all back to back. The rings, yeah, five in a row. I'd and like then to he took see a year off and then one. I'd like to see. He got so good at basketball, he said, "Fuck it, I'll play baseball now." And then sucked at that too. You think he sucked at basketball? Baseball, sorry. You think the five championships that he won before baseball was shitty? No, I thought it was three year off then three because they were th- back. They were th- it was two three peats. Five year off then one. No, Look no, right. you're wrong. Or maybe four year off then two. No, it was it was three peats. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to see that team against the 01 Lakers. Lakers would have won that shit all day. Nah. The nah. three-peat Lakers? Dennis Rodman would have moved Shaq around. That's, like that, nobody that's insane. Else, like that's nobody insane. else had ever moved him. That's insane. You don't you underestimate Dennis Rodman, dog. I don't underestimate Dennis Rodman. Cool guy. Dennis Rodman Dennis Rodman went to North Korea. Yeah. Pretty badass. Yeah. Where'd Shaq go? To the general to save some money on car insurance. And you know what he drove there in? A Buick. You know where he stopped right before that? One of his 17,000 Burger King franchises. God damn, he's a genius. Yeah, I met him once, I shook his hand. It felt like, did you ever see Mighty Joe Young? It, it felt like, no, it was- You just, racist? It has nothing to do with color. It, it's just the size of his hand. How'd you meet Shaq? Like 15, what were the circumstances? Uh, his agent at the time went to high school with my uncle. And then you guys had a fucking- I was visiting my uncle. Oh, okay. When I was out there when I was young. Um, and that's how I beat Shaq. <laughs> all right, well, so all of your- Come on, sp- do a cool story. Do a cool, what? cool thing, Galen. Do, make, it, make it fun again. Make it, make it I've been having fun this whole time. Oh. You don't like talking about sports? No. Fuck you. It's dumb. We're not even talking about current sports. We're talking about sports from the past. I was talking about we're talking about we're comparing it to the future though. You wanna, okay, you want to compare it to the future? In the future, there's going to be a kid with like a name we can't even imagine. It's going to be better than Jordan and LeBron. I just can't believe Kobe died. Yeah. I cried inside of a Taco Bell. That's funny. It's anyway, a child. Who dies when a, who cries about an athlete? He was more than an athlete, dog. Yeah? It was my childhood right there. Oh, he was right also there. a rapist. You're right. My bad. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, I know. You wasn't with him shooting in the gym either, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, we made it fun again. We did a comedy, Galen. We did it. We did I haven't had com- my nap today, all right? Well, you can take a nap after the podcast. Um, well, you have all these, all your sports opinions are very, like, you can walk into any bar and most of the people will just agree with you. What's a sports opinion you have on any sport that you feel like most people would disagree with? Um, 
I don't. I don't think everyone would agree with me that Jordan's the greatest of all time. I think the, there's a lot of arguments in there. I know, but the majority. If you were to walk into any bar, it would probably be sixty. Anybody over thirty that watched Jordan play is going to agree with me, but anybody that never watched him play is going to think LeBron was because you didn't get to see it. You you didn't get to see how fucking great he was. You know what I have seen? The Lakers being zero four this year. I have seen that too. It's fucking. I've watched every game. I don't know. I think if I got an unpopular opinion about sports, um, I think Lawrence Taylor should never quit doing crack. <laughs> Is that the, the Giants linebacker that would smoke crack before the games? Yep. He's part of the big three from UNC, which is uh, Michael Jordan, Mia Hamm, Lawrence Taylor. The I think women's are... soccer player? Who... Kanye's back on Instagram. Yeah, Mia Hamm was amazing. What is? Kanye's back on Instagram. Yay. I hope. Do you think we made a mistake freeing Britney? We never freed her. What are you talking about? Yeah, we did. Her She's conservatorship a... ended. Oh, 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 I thought you meant the Britney Griner bitch. No. Uh, I love that we have multiple free Britney hashtags. <laughs> um, Why? I don't no, think. Britney Spears. She's been posting nudes on Instagram. It's been awesome. Do you, have you read the captions? No. Jesus. Dude, it's, it's seriously like my first real life crush was Britney Spears. Her album that came out on the CD that was the pink with the blue flower on it. Oh, yeah. When my, so my mom's car at the time was an Azuzu Rodeo that, <laughs> that only had a cassette player. It didn't have a CD player in the car. So I used my boombox and recorded from the CD onto a cassette so I could have Britney Spears in the car. And when my mom would go in and do any of her shopping and stuff, I would stay in the car and listen to Britney Spears with max volume singing along to every word. That's hilarious. Probably why people think I'm gay now. It's because of shit like that when I was growing up. But she, it was amazing music. I loved it so much. I loved her so much. I thought she was so hot. I jerked off to the toxic music video until I had blisters, dog. You actually jerked off to that music video? Yeah, because you could see kind of through her, her like hot mesh shit going on. That like The one on the plane. Yeah. And she does a lot more than just be on a plane, dog. <laughs> You you see you, this. I'm gonna watch the whole video. There's a strong difference between 25 and 31, because you had porn earlier and you had full scale porn. Earlier. I don't really watch porn, and I never really have. Not a big porn guy. Uh, you've never watched porn? No, I didn't say never. I just I'm just not a, like a big like I'll watch porn, maybe once a month. But is it like is it like ice cream for you? You know what I mean, like a, a rare treat. It's just sometimes like if like uh like I see like I'll be like swiping through Tinder I'll see like an Indian girl that's like pretty bad then I'll be like oh shit all right now I want to see like an Indian girl get fucked or something but usually I'll like match with somebody I'll just like go have sex and then I'll like the next day I'll jerk off to me having sex with that person of course you are so not just a big porn guy I mean never happened I wasn't either but my mama didn't love me <laughs> so I became a big porn guy I would <laughs> jerk off to the Macy's catalog. Really? Yeah, they would come in the mail. Yeah, so, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like that is like where you're like, oh, it's not full sexual stuff. It's just you're using your imagination a lot. Like yeah, Britney Spears. So I like super would have come to Britney Spears all the time, and now she's just posting these news with little flowers over her nips. It's like if I could go back in time and tell 12 year old me that that was happening. Like, seriously, it, what I would do is if I was going back in time, I would print out Britney Spears' current Instagram <laughs> on a bunch of sheets of paper. I would uh, write down instructions on how to buy Bitcoin. And then I would go back and I'd say, Mike, listen, you need to know these three things. Didn't Bitcoin crash? 
now, but I would have told him when to, that was one of the things I was to write down is when to sell it when it hits <laughs> like sixty four thousand or whatever. But I'd tell Mike, I'd be like, you have to remember these three things. First and foremost, when Brooke says don't look, <laughs> you look. Second, what was her first and last name? We looked up his fucking thing. Why don't we look her up? Oh man, that's probably not nice, Brooke Beavers. But <laughs> her last name is Beaver. Yeah, it's two Beavers. Yeah. Oh man, I know, I know. Fuckies. Uh, <laughs> Fuckies. <laughs> I I would hand him. I would tell him like, hey, you gotta look. Also, you're gonna buy Bitcoin. And you're going to buy as much as you can, and you're going to wait until this date, and you're going to sell it. Huh. And that's what you're going to do. And in exchange for that piece of information, here's a bunch of naked Britney Spears. Goodbye, young Mike. And then I would... You'd probably still fuck it up somehow. You would give yourself 40-year-old Britney <laughs> to appease you? <laughs> that is the cruelest thing you could ever do. You're like, hey, look, look at this girl that you've been masturbating it to. Now we're going to give it to you after two kids, um, a fucking badass drug habit, a conservatorship. She's been locked inside for three years. Here, this is the Britney I'm going to give you, young Mike, to fucking beat it to. No. I would have appreciated the thought. <laughs> I would have given him the caveat. I wouldn't have said all of that because oh, I was just all of that. a salesman and I'm trying to convince young me to invest in Bitcoin. I have said all but, that. Oh, uh, man. God, I got to get a time machine. Well, dude, so like kids now are like growing up to like Olivia Rodrigo and shit. Bro. Who I would kids fuck. now are growing up to crazy shit. It, the internet is so fucked. Have you gotten into the Elsa Gate stuff at all? I don't know what that, that is. That will ruin your fucking life. So on YouTube... There are basically like massive scale groomers who have created hypersexual videos using children's characters in like super precarious step bro. I'm stuck in the washing machine kind of situations, but with Elsa and Spider-Man with crazy clickbait titles of I can't believe Elsa did this to Spider-Man and stuff like that. And because they look like kids things and they don't get shocked by the filter and they make them buy the millions, there are literally millions of these videos. They just get put into playlists. So kids will go and they'll just go on YouTube and they'll be on YouTube kids and go on autoplay. And then these things will pop up because it's <laughs> used to the idea of seeing that kind of behavior so they can be groomed and trafficked easier. Is that just a conspiracy, bro? No, that's real. I can show you some stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it's real. Also, isn't getting trafficked kind of hilarious? <laughs> Bubba, like you thinking about it, like those. I are, got three kids, dog. Choose your next words wisely. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'll from, kill you and put you in the truck if you even mention some shit, dog. Hear me, <laughs> hear me out. I'll hide you in a speaker. <laughs> <laughs> hear, hear me out. I just think it's so. Like, have you ever driven like by the Long, Long Beach Port, San Pedro Port? Yeah. And you see like all the the just like the millions of those containers. There's definitely people in some of those containers and I was just thinking about I think it's kind of funny that like those are like 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 the holocaust even if you think about it this way is kind of neat is that <laughs> is that they were all real people like you and me it'd be like you me and John just got like sent away and like we have thoughts we'd be like man this fucking sucks but I think I, would, you don't think you, that that's yet, funny no 
that those are you, real yet, people. You've yet to tell me how it's funny. Okay, it's you, ironic. It's it's, it's just, terrifying. It's it is scary. I don't see humor. It's scary, but I just think it's it's. <laughs> it's just it's just like those are like. It's like one day you were able to just go to Taco Bell, and the next day you, you wake up in a shipping container on your way to Hong Kong. It's just kind of funny. And you would wake up and laugh. <laughs> you would wake up and you would be like, ha, 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 you got me, guys. I'm going to go be a Thai sex boy. You got me. You pulled the wool you over me. You can't tell me that you wouldn't see a little humor in that if you just woke up in a shipping container. It's like the, the whole plot of fucking Madagascar. Yeah, but nobody laughed. Well, when Alex the fucking lion woke up, <laughs> I will. I will. To your credit, I wouldn't laugh immediately. Yeah. I would laugh immediately. I would be at first like, "Where the fuck? I'm gonna ship? Oh, why would they pick me? <laughs> that's the first thing that's gonna happen. And then I'm gonna look at the other people, and then I'm gonna be like, "All right, I call the lemur." And then I'm gonna go, I like to move it, move it. <laughs> I'm like, like, what? I'm like, you guys, this is just like the plot of Madagascar. <laughs> and there's gonna be one other piece of shit in there like you that's gonna be like, I fuck with this guy, he's cool. It is just like that. <laughs> Let's go get traffic together, bro. It's just it's just interesting that I, I think it's just so weird that that happens. Like I just don't think I could wrap my head around it fully, just like the process. Like what I'm trying to get at is that it's not like I feel like the like with the Holocaust, like 13 million people, you could get your head around. Six. That was Jewish people, but 13 million people total were oh. killed in the Holocaust. Um, I was talking about the ones that count. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck disabled and blacks, right? Fucking guy. I thought they just killed gypsies. No, it was disabled people, black people, gay people, uh, Jewish people, anybody that wasn't. Anybody that like would pose a threat or wasn't. See, this you know, is the danger of Kanye. I didn't even know all of that, and it's his fault. You didn't go to school. And not five years ago. <laughs> it was seven. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but I'm. It, it, I, I guess it's just hard to explain, like the thinking in my head. But it's just like you could wrap your head around thirteen million, but you can't wrap your head around thirteen million individual. Individual like people living like their own lives, and then that happens, and it's just like all of them like it like it's just I guess it's just hard to explain. What if that time machine is invented? Somebody does go back and kill baby Hitler. Okay, it's a real thing that people want to do. But what if we find out that Hitler was just kind of inept? You know what I mean? And they're like, there's another guy under him that was way better at killing Jews. <laughs> you know? Himmler. Himmler. That was a real guy, and that's yeah, way better at it. What if he had control instead of Hitler? We would come back to this time and everybody would be Nazis. Doesn't sound like a bad gig. Isn't that kind of crazy, though? By killing Hitler, hypothetically, you could actually propel Nazism. You could say that about anything. Yeah, but it's you more go fun back with to Hitler. You could go back and shake Jesus' hand, and then he misses, he's late for whatever they made him kill for, and then all of a sudden he's alive, there was no Christianity. I would go back and I would convince him to turn the water into whiskey <laughs> instead of wine. Because wine is trash? I just, uh, you know, I, I just want to, I just think that would be cooler. Did they even have whiskey back then, bro? He's God. <laughs> Fucking idiot. You don't remember he has superpowers? I'm sorry, you're concerned with what he's turning water into and your concern is whether or not it's time appropriate? 
<laughs> uh, Mike, I believe that would be an anachronism in the Bible. They didn't have whiskey just yet. I've never read the Bible. Well, you should. Really? I've never read it. You should. I copied it. It's a hilarious book. Why is it hilarious? It's very funny. If you think about God as the bad guy, the book <laughs> is really funny. Really? Because he's like... Look at this awesome place I made. Ah, fuck them all. Okay, wait, wait. We'll try again. Nope, they're gay. Kill them all. <laughs> oh, we'll try again. God damn it. Why do they keep fucking boys? All right. Hey, old guy, get a bunch of animals. Go on a boat. I'm going to kill everybody again. <laughs> and then more civilization. And then eventually he's like, fuck, I guess I'm going to send my son down there. And then he sends his son down there just to get tortured. <laughs> And the excuse is he's dying for everyone else's sins. And it's like, hey, couldn't you have done that without me dying? He's like, yeah, but your suffering's important. That's in the book? That's like Saw-level shit. And then at the end of the book, what happened is they didn't really know what to do for like an ending for such a long story. So they all ate a shit ton of mushrooms. They're like, there's scary, spooky demons that come out of the sky. And four horsemen will come and tell you about the end of the world. Pestilence. Plagues. Is that really? Revelations gets real Norse mythology. It gets real Viking up in that bitch, Doug. Revelations is wild. Also, he forgot one of my favorite parts, Abraham and Isaac, because God tells Abraham that he has to sacrifice his firstborn son. So he walks his firstborn son out there onto the, at at a time, remember they made sacrifices all the time for God. They sacrificed their biggest lamb, their biggest cow. They would make those sacrifices for God. Right. Completely normal before Christ. So literally takes his son out there and he's got the knife up and he's about to fucking stab him and he's about to kill his kid for God. And right as he's about to go do it, he's like, ah, God, God stopped me. (laughs) He's like, God told me not to. (laughs) And his his son's got to be like, wow, praise God. Not like, wow, my dad's a dick. (laughs) My dad was going to kill me for a magic man in the sky. Another incredible story from the Bible. There's uh, a prophet and he is walking like down a trail and these kids are, like leaving school. It's a bunch of kids. And they're hanging out being kids and they see the guy and they go, hey, man, you're bald. Hey, dude, you're bald. And he goes, shut up, kids. And they're, no, dude, you're bald. And he goes, Lord, these children need to be punished. And then two bears come out of the woods and kill 40 children. That's not in there. Yeah, swear to God. It's what? Like Joshua. Joshua, yeah. What? Or it might be Kings. But there's, I swear to God, because when I was in community college, I took a history of world religions class. And one of the things we had to do was make a video depicting our favorite part of a religion. <laughs> so I, my buddy, Nate, who, Nathan, who's like an awesome filmmaker, helped me make with stick figures a video of that. that. <laughs> stick figures of this guy walking and he's bald and the kids are like hey man you're bald he goes hey that's not nice god please help and then bears come in and just murder all the children this book Did sounds you know dope that there is a superhero in the bible who his name samson what a great literally legitimate he's the he's a biblical superhero he defeated an entire army of philistines uh with the bone of a donkey it's an ass in the uh, in the Bible, and these are all real stories. Sure, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah. Wait, so there's people out there. So like when people like wait, are like wait, you're right. you're missing the best part about all Samson. Right. All right, do you know what his weakness was? No. What his his greatest weakness? You don't know? No. It was pussy. <laughs> what do you mean? And wine. 
As long as his hair grew long and he didn't drink, he could maintain the powers of, of Samson, right? He could be a fucking biblical-ass superhero, okay? But the second he gets his hair cut and he drinks, his powers are gone. So this bitch named Delilah strolls up, and she knows his weaknesses. So she's like, yo, you want some of this booty? And he's like, yes, yes, I do. I've been fighting armies of Philistines with the bone of a donkey. I don't even get a real sword. They just give me a bone, and I got to go defeat an army. I've been doing that. I've been doing that alone, Delilah. And she's like, I know, baby. Come here. Get some of this pussy. So he gets the pussy. She's black? No, but in my head, she might be. So okay. get some of this pussy. So he, he gets some of the pussy, and then she's like, you know you want some wine, too, to let off the edge. And he's like, you know what, Delilah? I do want some fucking wine. So he gets drunk. And then when he's passed out and drunk, she cuts all his fucking hair off and turns him over to the Philistines. And Samson and Delilah, famous story. But then Samson goes to a fucking prison inside the cave of the Philistines, and he gets chained to two pillars. And as he's there, his hair's starting to regrow and got no wind the system no more. So his powers start coming back. And he takes the pillars and pulls in the entire cave and kills the rest of the Philistines and himself. Samson. And that's in the book? In the Bible, Bubba. And so there's people, so like the Bible thumpers or whatever, they believe that all that stuff happened in real life? A lot of, well, you got to remember, there's a remix. You got the original ignition, and then you got the remix to ignition. A lot of people think the remix was better. That's where the Christians come in. Now, all the people that fuck with the original, those are the Jews. <laughs> and now you know. So Jewish people don't believe in Samson? No, they do. They don't believe in the New Testament. Their Bible ends at the at the the switch. Now, so they're, so they're just are they still adding shit? No. They have philosophy though, and they're still talking about like the best way to live. And Jewish philosophy is pretty fascinating, actually. But um, also, like, if you want to like really mind fuck yourself, check out. Uh, there's a thing that's called the Jesus Seminar, the authentic search for the words of Jesus Christ and they went through the Bible and they went line by line and they rated everything on, it's like a historic like anthropologist and like all these people. And just based on the time and location of the different authors and who is where, when, whether or not it was even possible and something like 76% of the, the quotes attributed to Jesus were not even geographically possible at the time. So there's like a lot of stuff about the Bible that's like, it's uh, the same thing that happens with all of the different religious texts is that it, when you break them down, you start to realize that they were just people doing their best at the time to kind of fill in some blanks and do their best to tell people how to live. And that's why it's like super dangerous to adhere to religion because a lot of it was made from a long time ago. And then you see the people that they look at that and they say, all right, well, they had the right idea, but they missed some stuff. I know now something better than they know then. So I'll make some. And so you get like these branches off and then you have all of the different you know, the the Roman Catholic Church spawns all these other and the Church of England spawns all these churches, and then you have Methodists and Presbyterians and fucking Seventh-day Adventists. Are you guys religious? No. You guys just know about it? I was. I grew up in a very religious house. Uh, my first, one of my first punishments on my second or third stepdad uh, was to copy the Bible. I had uh, word like, for right, word. What? I had to copy the whole New Testament, word for word. Um... So I've, I, I have studied the Bible, especially, you know, ex extensively as I've gotten older. And uh, as a literary work of art, it's absolutely incredible. 
you look at it just as a, a far stories, the stories are wonderful stories. But as far as religion goes, as far as Christianity goes, as far as, you know, Christ is concerned, you know, people didn't agree that Christianity was a religion until 300 years after Christ's death. And it was a Roman Senate that agreed on it. You know what I mean? And they had, uh, I think it was like a 15 days worth of meetings over this religious, this religion that they were adopting Christianity, the belief in Christ. During right. that time, during the time of Christ, there were multiple prophets. There was a lot of people going around saying, I'm the son of God. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. Christ is just kind of the one that did it the best. He was the Michael Jordan of prophets. <laughs> and so what, Muhammad was LeBron or what? I wouldn't say that. I don't want all of the people coming after me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> I, I got to go. Yeah, this was great. Uh, I leave the, the final minute of the podcast to the guests to say whatever, plug whatever, any final parting words of wisdom you want to embark on our listeners in case you die on the way home. This next minute is all you guys, actually. I will be at the Wind River Casino uh, in Redding, California, November 7th. Um, catch me there. Uh, I will be. <laughs> what other fucking places did he say? I don't remember. Uh, the Comedy Store on November 8th. And La, 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 Cave, La Cave on November 10th. And I'll be at the La Cave. No, I mean, this was fun. <laughs> yeah. This was fun. Uh, I'll be Kansas City this weekend and then two weeks Salt Lake City. And then I'm headlining uh, November 17th, uh, the LOL in San Antonio. Uh, if one of the listeners wants to buy a ticket, do that. You have people in San Antonio. I'll put it in the, the bio. Hell yeah. Yes. November 17th. Mike? Um, go follow me on, on Instagram at Kanye West. <laughs> 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 no, you guys, I've been on here before. You know you know what's up. Listeners, if you got any DFW motherfuckers, uh, November 11th and 12th, I'll be co-headlining Hyenas in Fort Worth with Jamie Kilstein, who's fucking great. So come out to those. Or I will be at the Wind River Casino in Redding, California on November 30th. I'm not even kidding. Uh, <laughs> I will be there with Heavy Sets, with Darian Irwin, uh, Joey Smith, and Fuzzy Kilji. Uh, so come through. The shows at Wind River are free. So come through, hang You're out. You're flying four people out there on 400 bucks. I'm not flying them. We're all co-headlining. We're all just going to do some time. You're just going to drive? I'm going to try and find some shows in Sacramento to do before that. Oh. Listeners, if you're a comedian in Sacramento, um, num, 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 num. I want some spots. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's hungry. <laughs> There's other places you can go besides Sacramento, too. We can, all talk. Right. We can well, talk later. You know, those are all good things to know. I am Michael Eaton, and <laughs> I support this message. I'm John Carden, and I only support of about 30% of what I said here today. <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram at going to the John, J O N. Um, and if you know Victoria, I am very sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but thank you so much for the times we had when I was 17 years old. And when again, when I was 18. Okay. <laughs>